Welcome back to It's Not About the Words with Veronica Nitz. Surprise! Hey everyone and welcome back to It's Not About the Words with me, Veronica. Um, I know I said in my last episode that this episode, the sixth episode, would be my final episode, but I have had an interesting um, interview candidate and he finally agreed to come on and that is my dad so listen for a very interesting conversation between me and the man that brought me into this world and i will see you guys for the final finale episode next time thanks hi everyone and welcome back to my podcast it's not about the words today we have a very special guest my father vince (laughs) Say hello, Dad. Hello there. Glad to be here. Glad to be interviewed by you. Oh, of course. So can you, um, I mean, I know you, but can you tell my audience a little bit about who you are? Sure. Uh, My name is Vince Nims, and I'm the current uh, director of the Newman Catholic Center of UC Davis. I work for the Diocese of Sacramento, and I'm a longtime youth and adult minister I'm also a Catholic musician for uh, for many many years, and uh, and I'm the proud father of four children. My oldest of which is your host. That would be me, indeed. <laughs> so um, you know a little bit about my project, but I'm not sure how much you actually know. Um, but the foundation of my project is nonverbal communication and how we interact on technology and such. So my first question for you is. What do you think nonverbal communication is? I, I think it, it is mostly body language, um, kind of what we say without realizing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, better communicators know how to use nonverbal language effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, I think nonverbal language happens accidentally, and I also think it can be intentional. Uh, at the same time, depending on what environment um, we're speaking of. Mm-hmm. I know as a speaker, which I've done for many years, uh, part of effective public speaking is using nonverbals uh, to make a point. Sometimes silence is, is the best tool, uh, <laughs> as an example. Yeah. But over the, over the years, you know, a, a lot of nonverbal language has been focused on on. Uh, body language. Mm-hmm. Now with, you know, social media and screens and videos and things like that, there's a, there's a whole new dimension to nonverbal language that yeah. is interesting. Yeah, definitely. And that's what my project is all about. So you mm-hmm. mentioned um, your like speaking and your, you know, you engage crowds, I'd say pretty frequently, or you used to, obviously not so much anymore. <laughs> Um, with the pandemic, uh, but how do you know that like the crowd is engaged or when you're in a conversation, how do you know someone is engaging in your conversation? So for me, I, uh, eye contact is quite revealing. Mm-hmm. Um, usually when a person is engaged, they are following you with mm-hmm. their eyes. Um, that's an, that's a, a clear indicator for me, especially in a, in a large crowd. Mm-hmm. When I'm speaking, if I'm on a stage, I also know that uh, if I use the stage to my advantage, mm-hmm. just by moving from place to place, I can tell if, if an, an audience is engaged by yeah. 
how many heads sort of follow me, right? Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, nodding and eyebrows are huge indicators. Um, yeah. If a person's listening, you'll you'll commonly see one of their eyebrows go up because their you know their mind is their mind is making them listen almost right. And, and right. it's like your body can't help but react to what your yeah. mind's doing. And so that's why we see a lot of nodding, right? When mm -hmm. people are in agreement. Um, People, when they don't agree, I, I notice in conversations and in crowds, they'll, they'll, they'll sit back quickly, right? Mm -hmm. If they're engaged with you, they sort of lean forward and they're, in, they're physically into what you're saying. And yeah. then when it comes to a point of tension or conflict, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll, you'll see a physical movement backwards. So right. there's just lots of little things that people don't realize they do that are, are telling. Yeah that's definitely something that has come up in making this podcast is like I'm having these conversations with people over zoom and I'm sitting here nodding and then realizing nobody who's listening to this is going to see that I'm engaged and then I have mm -hmm. to kind of like step in and say like oh yeah or uh-huh or like agree so that's yeah. been a very interesting realization in this whole podcast thing world mm -hmm. that I'm dabbling in um yeah. So yeah, I would agree, like eye contact and body movement, but in terms of like the pandemic, we can't necessarily see those things in front of us, right? We have Zoom. What do you look for on like a Zoom call or like a FaceTime call? Do you look for those same kind of things or are there other things you're looking for? Well, definitely. I've, I've been hosting lots of uh, Zoom gatherings in, in different ways and for different reasons, panels, um, sp guest speakers, uh, group discussions, and so on. Mm -hmm. And um, one issue we're having is, is, is screen etiquette. Mm -hmm. And so one of our policies, actually, when we're facilitating things is that everybody's um, camera needs to be on unless they indicate to us there's a reason they can't be. Mm -hmm or it can't be um and so when the camera is on we look for good posture uh we look for attentiveness mm -hmm. we can tell if a person is on their phone or not just by sometimes the glare from the screen will um <laughs> give it away yeah that all of a sudden there's another glare going on or sometimes they'll get pinged right or yeah. they're, they're they haven't muted their phone Mm -hmm. um, if their if their uh, mic is on, that's you know sometimes just the noises give it away. Right. Um, but we have issues with people just kind of relaxing too much, you know, in right. in a setting where normally there would be a common element of respect that right. is not there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we've had students in pajamas and and things like that, and and so we've had to sort of. Um, when we see these things, mm -hmm. it tells us that they're not fully engaged, right? right. When, they're, when they just look too relaxed, when their eyes are other directions, um, when they're constantly glancing another direction, um, then we know something else is going on. Right. And then there's this odd silence, too. When you do engage someone, you ask them a question, and then there's this weird pause. Right. And it, you can kind of tell that they've sort of rushed back to the screen. <laughs> yeah, they're re-entering the conversation, right? Right. Or you can just tell they just didn't hear the question. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Something like that, so. Yeah. And I think those are almost like 
it's distracting like it's more distracting than it like having a conversation or being in like a group you're in person you're just like paying attention to what's going on but when you're on zoom you're distracted by everyone's posture and their glares or whatever's going on and you're like oh <laughs> what's going on here yeah um so i'm going to kind of steer us in a different direction um and ask how many hours do you roughly think you spend on your phone each day mm, gosh it's different. Uh, the work days, the weekdays are different than the weekends, but on an average work day, I'm probably on my cell phone. Uh, I would say at least three hours a day for different reasons. Mm -hmm. I mean, three and four hours, yeah. whether it's texting or, you know, navigating something. Yeah. And then um, of those hours, how many do you think you would spend on like a social media? I would mm. say take out like, I wouldn't put in like Newman social medias because I would consider that work, but like your own personal like socials. Yeah, for me, I would say a heavy day would be between an hour and two hours. That, that would be a heavy day. Yeah. But I would say an, on average, I'm probably looking at social media about a half hour a day right. for per personal reasons, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, like your daughter bothering you all day. <laughs> yes, checking my daughter's Facebook account and her Instagram. Uh huh. Yep. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> um, what is your preferred way to communicate via technology? Like phone call, FaceTime, text message, email. Uh, text texting because of the speed. Mm -hmm. it's because it's it's the fastest way to get to somebody and for someone to reach me. Um, for sure. Right. Um, so I know something that happens with me over text a lot are like miscommunications or misinterpretations of what a text message is saying. Right. How do you, uh, well, is that common for you? I guess I'll start with that. Is that something common for you? It, it, it is. And it depends on what it's about. So I have to be really careful. If it's something important, Mm -hmm. um, I try to steer away from from significant things via text, mm -hmm. uh, but it, but it's unavoidable that sometimes even important conversations happen right. on a text message. And so, um, unfortunately, the only thing you can do, only thing I can do, is circle back, you yeah. know, with people, you know, when you're face to face or or you get a chance to talk by cell or or phone or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but sometimes I will try to clarify and just say, I'm not saying this, um, yeah. you know, I'm not angry right now, mm -hmm. but I need, but, and so I sort of will tell them what I'm, how I'm presenting it, Got you it. know, in my text. If it's really important, I will do that. I'll actually put in parentheses, not in an angry way, <laughs> and then but, say what I'm Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever used like emojis or memes or GIFs or GIFs, however you want to say it, with little videos to kind of aid your text messages to kind of help with that? I do, but only in a light manner. So mm -hmm. I don't, um, only in a, in a comical way or an affirming way. But when, when anything is serious, I don't use mm -hmm. emojis and things like that just so that people aren't, interpreting it wrong or anything right. like that but but i do use all that stuff just because it's funny especially the funny ones like mm -hmm. memes and 
and GIFs. I like GIFs. I think GIFs are very funny. Like, yes. you know, if you get the right library, it's <laughs> right. I like those too. I think you know that. <laughs> I yeah, think Gary likes right. those too. <laughs> yeah, um, I like I like GIF wars. I like going back and forth and like see who who can you know punch provide a better one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You do like that. I can say so. Um, do you think that technology has made it easier or more difficult to talk to people? I am convinced it has made it more difficult to talk verbally with people. Mm -hmm. Yes, I see. A, I just see a decay uh -huh. of practical conversation and uh -huh. everyday conversation. Yeah. Uh, and a decay, a deterioration, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Okay. Students that I experience, and that's my area too, is mostly students. Right, right. So that's why, that's why I keep referring to students. Yeah. Uh, but they, they're way more comfortable. Right, right. The average college student today, in my opinion, is way more comfortable expressing what they want to say in a text or right. a Facebook message or an Instagram mm -hmm. post or something. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. So to end out these um, interviews, I've been doing some like rapid fire questions. Okay. If you don't know the answer, you just kind of whatever, but I think you'll know. <laughs> um, okay. What was your first use of technology? So like a screen, I'll say. Oh, a cell phone. A cell phone. And what, you know what year that was? Uh, gosh, 1991. Okay. Motorola flip phone. A flip phone. Yep. Um, and and, and actually before that, it was actually I had a pager, and that and text, text messaging actually started on pagers. Hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that would make sense. So I guess that would be your first. Yes, I so would. I would do. Your first. <laughs> okay. Um, what was your first social media? Facebook. And what was it used for? For like personal oh, or for business? MySpace was my first social media. Oh. It preceded mm -hmm. Right. Were you using that for personal or for like business, work? Uh, let's see. When MySpace came out, it was just personal. It was a new thing. Mm -hmm. um, it was mostly personal. It was exploratory. Yeah. Because uh, even the internet was sort of emerging at that point right um and then last question do you well not last question but one of them do you like let anyone follow you do you have to know the person to let them follow you what are your followers requirements yeah so i would say my my predominant social media is facebook mm -hmm. and unfortunately in my in my in my career, I've, I've ha I have friends on there that I'm not quite sure who they are because mm -hmm. like I would do events and then people would request me and, it, and like, you know, friend me or ask to be my friend. Um, I try to navigate it as carefully as I can. And I do so more now than I did when I started for, for lots of different reasons. Yeah. Um, but I've been pretty lucky. I've, I've never been... I've never been blasted or, and I'm very careful of what I post. Um, I try not to be confrontational, but yeah. I do try to, I do try to navigate who 
follows me and so on. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, and then my final question, which might be tricky for you, but I'm asking everyone, what's their current favorite like meme or joke that's going around Facebook, Instagram, TikTok? You're not really on TikTok, but mm -hmm. video. You could even put a YouTube uh, video gosh. if you wanted. Well, the Thanksgiving one, there was one that just went out. I'm kind of seasonal with that stuff, kind of whatever is the current fun thing. Yeah. And like, I like, like right now we saw the Thanksgiving one where you put your, you put your face in like a turkey and oh. there's like a dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched that over and over. I thought that was pretty cool. So it's kind of like whatever's popular at the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and then finally, do you have any questions for me? For you? In terms of my project. <laughs> yes. Um, hmm. In terms of your project, which is predominantly nonverbal communication, uh -huh. um, what is more difficult for you to tolerate? Mm -hmm. Someone's silence or someone's talking too much? Ugh. someone's silence mm. people that just what? talk 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 are a lot to be around sometimes mm. um especially since i like to talk a lot and then i can't talk because they're talking so much that really kind of is annoying but if the person is sitting in silence i feel like i can almost understand what they're like i can read their body language and kind of figure out what's going on better than someone who's just like blabbering a mile a minute. Mm, yeah, interesting. And then what's your, what's your go-to social media? What, what do you find yourself on the most? I'd say right now the most is TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> just watching videos that are funny or like weird random like hacks, like, kitchen hacks or like random things to like help you yeah. are really interesting um but honestly tiktok is probably the funniest social media i've ever watched mm. like there are just yeah. some like genuinely funny because everyone's just like a normal person it's like an everyday person just putting their stuff out there and i think it's just so funny <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool but you multi-platform right i mean you're, you're sort yeah of, i'm on you've got like four or five different things going on at the same time yeah i think i would say yeah i got a couple different social medias going on i mean that's how my friends and generation we connect and even more so with the pandemic i think we all relied on social medias to stay connected and engaged with one another because we're not as good at you know just calling up someone and saying how you doing we're yeah like right. okay this person's posting this though they must be going through this kind of mm -hmm. deal yeah well and i would say we are a full generation apart and most of adults my age are still connecting uh i would say facebook is the predominant yeah platform for my age mm -hmm. but at work at at the newman center instagram is sort of newman's top right top tier platform i would say which makes sense because yep. everyone's my age i even follow your page <laughs> ah, well i'm glad <laughs> <laughs> well
Well, thank you so much for coming on my podcast and taking time to let me interrogate you, as I'm saying to everyone on the podcast. You're welcome. I, I enjoyed it. It's fun. I, and I hope this project goes well for you. Thank you. Especially because I'm your father. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hi everyone, thanks for listening and a special shout out to my dad for coming on and participating in my interview. As always, I just want to say that I'm excited to see y'all in the next episode and it will be our very last one for real this time. So thanks for listening to It's Not About the Words.